It's time for the Swinging Blindly Podcast, the show where PJ and Blaze make their bold baseball predictions. Once in a while, they'll hit a home run. Most of the time, they'll probably swing and miss. Strike three, you're out. Sometimes they'll hit a grounder or fly ball somewhere. Here's your host, the man with the plan who roots for a team with a late legend named Stan. It's not unusual for him to be leading off, PJ Geary. Welcome back to the Swingin' Blindly podcast. We are swinging and swinging real blindly. It is so good to be back in the box. I'm Blaze Bryant, and down in Connecticut is my guy, PJ Geary. Bro, we're finally back. Man, it is, uh, it's one of those things where it, it, no matter when I talk to you, it's like it, it, it had no time had passed in between, and uh, that's kind of how it feels. We're just going to kind of hit the ground running and talk some baseball, swing blindly, and who cares if we miss, right? That's right. The game still continues regardless, as that's just the way our friendship is. It feels like hardly any time has passed, even though an offseason has passed, and we're into the early stages of spring training. We have a bunch of stuff to get into. We'll we'll cover some of the big offseason moves. We'll cover the over-unders. We'll get into our homer minutes. Me with the Yankees, PJ with the Cardinals. The fact is, it's spring training, and we are springing into optimism, my friend. Will we be, opti- will we be this optimistic as the season goes on? Only our teams will be able to write that script for us. But let's get right into it, my guy. Let's talk about some of the off-season moves. Yes, sir, man. Uh, I mean, honestly, and I think you could say it too for your t- – I can certainly say it for my team. And uh, It's not the homer minute yet. Don't worry. Um, but this was a pretty busy off-season for a lot of teams. Uh, I think, you know, I, I don't know how you uh, – you know, how you took it, but it, it definitely seemed like there was a lot of movement. It took a while. Um, it kind of felt like, like it, there's a slow moving. Um, but once certain moves happened, it felt like a lot of moves, uh, came in succession with that. Yeah, well, that yeah, I mean, sense. think about it. There was the, the big thing, the market kind of had to recalibrate itself because of the pandemic. Because of the weird year. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to it because it, it's, it's really interesting to see some of the deals these guys got. I mean, I guess the way I kind of envisioned we would do this is uh, I'll kind of just, you know, and if we'll just do our own PJ and Blaze uh, shtick, you know, if whatever comes to mind, we can always talk about. But I figured I'd go down the uh, the gamut of the uh, of every division and each team's uh, biggest, quote unquote, uh, acquisition of the offseason. If that's yeah. OK with you, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Where, well, where are we we'll starting? Start, we'll start in your AL East. In my AL East, okay. With which, with what, what I believe, and and you can speak on it, um, probably the biggest uh, overall deal of of any team made in that division was the signing of one center fielder George Springer going north of the border. I'm actually, not sure if they're going to be playing in Canada right now, but uh, I believe no. No, actually, what's happening Buffalo, with the Blue Jays? Correct. No. They're going right. to start out in their spring training facility. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, that's that's yeah. what I had heard. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. I wonder if they'll, I mean, hope, you know, knock on wood, hopefully they are back in uh, north of the border so that the, the good people of Toronto could see their new center fielder, George Springer, signed to a six-year, $150 million deal. Blaze, I mean, as a Yankee fan, 
this sure seems like a signal that uh, the Blue Jays aren't messing around. Blue Jays are the second best team in the division, in my opinion. There you go. And I do. I mean, come on, you have to say that. I, I well, I mean, if if I thought I like, they were the best team, I would also say that. Yeah, I'll give you that. You would. Uh, the is it an overpayment? Yes, it's a huge overpayment for a guy who's thirty-one years old. He's going to be playing on turf, Houston, where he played in Houston. Uh, it was, uh, I believe that's all, uh, that's a grass field there. So mm-hmm. the turf thing, that's going to be a, a pretty interesting thing to see how that all plays out. Uh, he's not going to be a center fielder for that, for the duration of that contract. No, that's also not. a relatively big center field as well. Uh, which plays small because of how well the ball carries in Toronto, especially, I, I mean, the, with the, with the roof situation. Uh, mm-hmm. When that roof is closed, the ball really carries. Yeah. So uh, that's that's going to be an controlled. interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a very interesting thing. I think the Blue Jays had to do it, and they did to their credit. Yeah. No, hundred percent. They they certainly are uh, are saying that they are going to be in the mix in the uh, pretty uh, pretty tough. I, I would say AL East for sure. I mean, I guess there's two teams who. Yeah, aren't but the, you got three pretty solid teams that are going to be battling it out. Uh, yeah, I mean the of, thing oh. with Toronto, the the big question mark there is, can they pitch? That's gonna exactly because as we've seen, there are two teams in the in the division who made significant, or you know, I guess you you know take it or leave it if you want to use the word significant, but moves to say the least to bolster said rotations, and we'll go to yeah. one Tampa. Uh, one of their biggest moves was the signing of one-year, three million dollar deal of Michael Waka, uh, and I, I, you know, I bring that up because clearly a former Cardinal, but yep. I think this last I year think, former Matt. Oh yes, uh, but you know, 2013 postseason was wasn't. I mean, it was a long time ago. Now, geez, now that I say that. I mean, uh, seven and a half years ago. Hard yeah, to believe. Yeah. Very hard to believe now that I'm reading that. <laughs> um, wow, but. Nonetheless, I mean, this is a guy who was a first-round pick, uh, and you know he has shown flashes of, of I wouldn't necessarily say greatness, but I'd definitely say of a serviceable to to good major league pitcher. Um, and you know maybe this change of scenery, AL. I mean, who knows Tampa? I mean, this is a team that prides themselves on their arms, and they're going to use a lot of them this year, as they have already stated, um, which I think a lot of teams are going to have to deal with, as you said due to the the strange condition of last season. So uh, what say you about the Rays and, and, and how they're positioned in the AL East? I think they've taken a step back. They're, they're not the team that uh, went to the World Series because Blake Snell going to the Padres, which we'll True. talk about that they later that. on. It's yep. interesting that you bring up Michael Walker because I think back to that 2013 postseason, I was doing a sports show during my college radio days at the College of St. Rose here in Albany. And I actually used the reference Waka Flock of Flame. I remember that vividly. <laughs> and it was, I I had a co-host, and then uh, I don't remember what happened with the with the co-host. Uh, he, he, he stepped away. And that was my first show that I hosted by myself, and I remembered how difficult that was because 
what a lot of people don't realize it's is that it's a lot more difficult to uh not have a co-host than than to have someone to kind of play off of yeah uh, i oh, mean oh geez yes you know the the <laughs> one exception being if you have someone that you simply just can't play off of it's useless but the the thing with michael waka one year three million that's a very it's it's a low risk fairly high reward for for tampa bay and it's a prove it on on waka's side right i mean it's a prove it's a prove it year for him yeah He'll get money yeah. The next year with the cba and everything and yeah, and it, and, and if uh, yeah. and if it doesn't work out, retire because then you, <laughs> I mean seriously, I mean, just, hey. just retire. I mean you're 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 kind of in that sort of damaged goods category if you're Michael Waka. I'm I'm sorry I think to this say is that last chance. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is it, man. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And uh, like you like you said, maybe a step back from the raise there. Uh, I guess we'll we'll tackle your team last. Because I, you know, you might have differing opinion on, on their biggest. Well, I think move, it's but, always uh, good to save the best for last, anyhow. But that's beside the point. Jeez, I mean, again, not the Homer minute. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> um, the well, I guess we'll go to the Orioles, who added a v- veteran Freddie Galvis <laughs> on a one-year, one point <laughs> five million dollar deal. I say veteran because <laughs> I say veteran, my friend, because. It's uh, he, once a heralded prospect, still a younger guy, is the oldest guy in this lineup by three years. <laughs> yeah, because everyone else is like 12. <laughs> <laughs> you got a bunch of sixth graders running around out there. <laughs> and, uh, They're I going mean, to Williamsport hey, in August. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> Taiwan might beat him. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's, okay, okay. Let's, let's just say, hey, we have fun with the Orioles, don't we? I mean, in, in the past, me and you, uh, yeah, we had I mean, a lot of Jimmy. fun. Yeah, Jimmy, That's Jimmy guy. I don't even yeah. know where he is. I'll, I'll have to find uh, him. Who cares? Um, yeah. I'm sure he'll be on this list of biggest acquisitions, I imagine. He, he's um, not a bonus and he's yacked a lot. So, uh, who cares? <laughs> well, I guess we can move on. Shout out the Orioles. Have to, you know, uh, well, before we do. They are yeah, one ahead, of two teams. They are one of two teams, I believe, that has a zero zero percent chance of making the postseason. Oh yes, yes, I saw that. Now that gets the <laughs> Swing and Blindly Podcast Award. <laughs> I saw that. That's just awful. <laughs> like I feel so bad. I I really do. That I mean, hey. You and know, it's not like ju- they have a bad manager. Like Brendan and Brendan Hyde, I think is is the right guy. He's just got no skin to work with. It's just a kind of a sad situation there. It's it. That's I mean that's the He's, that's the easiest and best way to sum it up. It is kind of a sad situation. Actually, but, there there is a better way to put it. Oh, they have no skin in the game. Oh man, <sighs> you're. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, he will be here all week. I promise you that. Uh, yeah. The let's uh, we'll go to once we'll move on over. Shout out the Orioles. So I'll be watching. <laughs> it. I'll, I'll I'll make sure to have an Orioles segment by the end of, by the, as we get going. They they um, do have uh, the the first uh, female play by play announcer. There you go. So breaking breaking boundaries, the Baltimore Orioles. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Uh, let me find that really quick. Would like yeah, me to. yeah, see if you can. Uh, the research team's on it. Yeah. 
that crack research team. Yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a very uh, very interesting. <laughs> okay. You know, with the Mel- uh, Melanie Newman. Melanie Newman. Okay, I thought it. Yes. I I knew it was. I couldn't remember if it was like mm, Melanie cool. or Penelope or 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 whatnot. Uh, th- does are you able to see any more info about her? Because I really know very little about her, and I I want to um, I want to give her a plug if we can. She'll be with uh, Jeff Arnold. Uh, yeah, she joins a small club of female play-by-play uh, voice uh, voices. Arnold. There you go. <laughs> and, I mean, it should be it should be interesting. Like you. That, Again, it gives us all more, the more reason to um, to pay attention to the Orioles this year. Uh, she called a Salem Red Sox game last year uh, so with her friend Susie Coles, first all female booth in baseball history. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so she's got a she's got some history behind her, and we'll, we'll be rooting for her. Out here yeah, on swinging blindly podcast for sure. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's good that she's going to be doing it. I mean, uh, their their longtime radio voice, Joe Angel. Uh, good announcer, but he he'll put you to sleep. He's he's very boring. I mean, but and need to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, Let's just be honest. Yeah, I mean, but but I mean, to in in all fairness to him, how in the hell wouldn't you be put to sleep by the product by the product that you have to commentate for 162 times a year and try to make it interesting? Right, you know, that's kind of their job. Yes, yeah, as, as well. The cow so, yeah, only has so much milk. Because, I mean, jeez. You're just chock full of them right now, man. I, you are on a roll. Yeah, I, I mean they they do have uh, Gary Thorne, who's who's been a broadcaster. He does a lot right? of the he does the nas- national games, does he not? A lot of the time, uh, he's not not, he, not not Washington Nationals. Like right. I mean, like national no, I knew what you meant. Uh, okay, he's he's sure. done he's done some national stuff. He actually was on the radio team with Bob Murphy when the Mets won the '86 World Series. Huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he's yeah he's been around forever. Gary Thorne is terrific. Yeah, uh, of the game. I think he primarily does uh, TV. Uh, they, mm-hmm. uh, I believe he lives in California, and you didn't hear him last year because they told him to just stay the heck home because mm-hmm. of COVID and everything. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Only only real handful of guys were were doing games last year. Um, yeah, with the shortened season and everything, but. We'll move on to once the heated rival of your New York Yankees baseball team, baseball club, uh, the Boston Red Sox, who, I mean, let's just face it, lost a lot more than they gained this offseason with the, the losses of two key pieces at one point in the, of, of their uh, of their puzzle. Yep. Uh, Jackie Bradley, who just recently signed with the Brewers, might get into that later, and um, uh, Andrew Benatendi. I, I might be saying his name wrong. I hope not. Oh, yeah, you, but, you got it right. What's oh, that? thank you. What's that? Uh, what was that? There's like this. Uh, this wah, 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 wah. I'm hearing in my headphones. I have no idea. My my heat my heaters are are not constantly, but every now and then do a quick little like pop. But that's about it. Okay. Just, I don't. I don't, I don't know what that was. Okay. Uh, no, I don't hear it now. I don't maybe know. I was. Maybe I was somehow emitting some kind of low frequency. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you scientific twi- deeb. I mean, that's what I'm here for. But what what else am I here for, please? Uh, well, you, but, you you I mean, you you provide the the direction that this show needs. Uh, thank you. But the uh, so yeah, Jackie. Uh, well, I mean, the Red Sox. 
They yeah, added they, Garrett Richards, one year, oh, ten million, yeah, similar big, deal to Michael. Big Walker. freaking deal. If he doesn't pan out, <laughs> retire too. <laughs> Blaze uh, is single-handedly starting the retirement tours for multiple players this season. Well, I'm just saying that you know it, it's a it's a prove it or suck it deal. So yeah, uh, hey, and he, he got he got the bag. Yeah, he certainly got paid. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I now, I mean, what an overpayment that was! My goodness. Yeah. And, 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 and if he sucks, he ought to return the money. That That's how egregious the, of, a, of an overpayment that is. But, yeah, I, I don't see the Red Sox doing a lot. Maybe they'll be a 500 team. I doubt it uh, just because you have uh, the Yankees and the Blue Jays that are going to be the crown jewels of the AL East. You have Tampa. I mean, yeah, they've taken a step back, but they always figured this stuff out, Yeah, oddly enough. And then you have uh, the Red Sox and – and then the, the the Orioles, who who are clearly in the basement, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that all pans out. Yeah, I agree, and uh, I guess we'll get right to it, my friend. Uh, the Yankees. I mean, I didn't. I'm assuming he's not on this list because it was a resign of Mr. Lemayhew, La Machine. But and I'll you know what you know what I'm going to let you tell me what you believe. And the people who you believe was the biggest acquisition of the winter for the New York Yankees. It was no question about it. It was DJ LeMahieu because that is a piece that we needed to resign, and we got him at a fair deal. We I like the contract. I told you a couple of years ago that when he was signed as a free agent from the Rockies, that it was kind of like a Groupon. It was kind of like a Cyber Monday deal because it was such a quality product for such a low price. And he more than proved his weight in gold. I loved the, the signing then. I love the re-signing now because it's it's something that we needed to do because he's one of those old-school players. He doesn't fit that mold of, ah, all right, I struck out. What the hell? Whatever. I mean, look at his nearly 400 average with runners in scoring position. The guy manufactures runs. The guy can play three different positions on the infield, uh, all of them well. So yeah. it's something that we needed to do. And in, and in terms of the Yankees, some of the pitching moves that they made with Jamison Tyone, uh, low Kluber. Uh, yeah, Kluber. I mean, that's to me those are not low risk moves; those are high risk moves. Yeah, um, I mean, Kluber's the one million more than. Richards at the 11, so. Yeah. To... I mean, but but here's the thing. Corey Kluber ha- has at least done things. Garrett Richards has True. not. No, yeah. Garrett yeah, Richards you're... has done nearly nothing as a player. Corey Kluber's no, won two Cy Youngs. Exactly. Uh, can he stay Recently. healthy? Yeah, that's, well, the thing is, can he stay healthy? And, and if he can, I see no issue with him being able to pitch a good season. But if he can't, then that's an entirely different story. Jamison Tyone, the same same deal. And why the hell did we sign Jay freaking Bruce? Other than the fact that it <laughs> potentially could be a left-handed bat off the bench, that's all he's good for because he can't catch a damn cold. <laughs> oh, come on. You had to do it. I had to do what? The, come on. I mean, that was a funny joke. Oh. What, what happens after funny jokes? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're off to a hot start here. Yeah, man. I, I, I think, and we'll get, we'll, we'll be talking a little bit more Yankees uh, because they are one of, I mean, just a little tease. They are one of 
my many winners of the off season, I think you could yeah, put them in that category. Sure. So let's, uh, you know, we'll not necessarily breeze through them, but we'll kind of, other than the NL central, we'll kind of get to uh, through these other divisions at a little bit more rapid of a pace. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the AL central. We'll just, we'll breeze through the rest of the AL, get into the NL. Yeah, um, sure. Let's do it. We got the Cleveland Indians. Oh, by the way, on the, the website I'm on, it said uh, Kluber was the biggest acquisition. And I, again, I think that's because either this was written before DJ had signed back or well, they didn't count it because it was more of a re-signing. I mean, because, well, acquisition is a is acquiring someone. They yeah, they re-signed LeMayhew. So that makes sense. Okay, I, yeah. I can I can buy that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I agree with you at the same time. LeMayhew was the one, that's the one guy they needed. Oh, to yeah. Make sure they got yeah. back. Yeah. No question so, about uh, it. Indians will say uh, one of two Rosarios that uh, Cleveland brought in this year, uh, in one of them, Ahmed, coming from the trade, uh, sending Francisco Lindor a tra- you know, tra- transcendent piece, uh, transcendent player in baseball, I would yeah. say, friend Frankie Lindor, which Mets. we'll touch on. Yeah. Um, Eddie Rosario, the outfielder, uh, had a couple of decent years. I believe he was a twin. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, again, we're seeing a lot of this. We're seeing a lot of this this year because of how weird last year was. Uh, one year, eight million dollar deal, you know, kind of a low risk, low uh, high reward potentially deal, and they kind of needed to do this because you could that that fan base can't be too happy after the Lindor trade. No, no, how how could you be? Especially not so much because you traded Frankie Lindor. He likely was going to be leaving there anyhow. Yeah, yeah but what they got back, I mean, the 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 Mets robbed the Indians. Or I, or I should two, put it this way. The Indians let themselves get robbed by the Mets. There's two deals like this uh, this offseason, and I think you could probably assume what the other one is, but we'll get we'll get to that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But, and you know, this is a once, I guess you could say, this is a team that was what? That was in the World Series. that They were, they were competitive for years uh, in a row in the AL. And now, I don't know, I think the uh, AL Central has turned in a different direction. We'll get through it with yeah. uh, the Royals, who actually had a. They were quietly busy this offseason, I think. Uh, couple, you know, they added Benatendi, uh, and they also add this man, Mr. Carlos Santana, two years, seventeen point five million, a very consistent player uh, on the offensive side, uh, of course. I forgot about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, again, and you, you say that many, a lot of people were really surprised. Uh, I think by him electing to go to the crosstown rivals of my St. Louis Cardinals. But yeah, he's, he's an on-base monster, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll see. I think that's a pretty solid numbers, pretty solid uh, contract, and uh, yeah. we'll have to pay attention to the Royals there in the Central. Yeah, I mean, does do, do those two moves make them a 500 team? Maybe. Yeah. They're, they're, they're still a long way from contention. Especially because way. of the, yes, yes, there are two top, I mean, I think there's one clear-cut favorite in the central. I don't know, man. I don't it's know. Close. It's close at the top. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I don't know. Uh, but we'll move on to a team that I don't believe will be as much in contention, uh, the Detroit Tigers. Robbie Grossman, two-year, $10 million <laughs> deal. <laughs> they'll, t- they'll take any at-bat that they can get. Uh, and the thing about Grossman, talk about on-base – he will coming into the Tigers will have the best the team's best on base percentage uh, last year by a substantial margin. <laughs> yeah, because everyone else OBS, OBS was about two hundred. As I mean, it's uh, it times are not 
so well in uh, in. In, uh, in Motown, there. they're the Motown. other team. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, like... they're the other team that has a zero percent shot at making the postseason. Well, oh, they did. I did not. I didn't see that part. I it was uh, the the, them, and I believe, I, yeah, it was the Orioles, and I believe the Tigers was the other one. I, I thought there were two be teams. Surprised. I would not be surprised because it's uh, it's not twenty twenty one will not be Tigers year. And I no, would, I would I would put money on that. I would put more money than my five dollars on. The uh, yeah, I I would put a paycheck <laughs> on that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we'll get to the creme de la creme of the AL Central here. It is the Minnesota Twins adding Andrelton and um, man, I, I, Andrelton I always Simmons. Say this, I know I always say that right. For some reason, I stumbled there. Andrelton Simmons, one year, $10.5 million. Like I said, we're seeing a lot of those. We're seeing a lot of those short term yeah, deals. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's the market recalibration because of the pandemic. Uh, yep. That's an interesting move. Uh, one that Kind of, you you could uh, make the case uh, that's a... Uh, you could also say Nelson Cruz going back was one of their biggest... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Nelson Cruz is 41 years old, though, too. <laughs> that's a good point. It's a very uh, good point. 162-game season versus... Or 154, whatever First, it's going to yeah. be, versus a 60-game season. One of the guys who's really uh, shown the how, how a... Um, how the DH can extend careers for sure. Well, yeah. Um, and and I mean, you can have, you can still be productive at least. Uh, I mean, he has been, I mean, what, 40 home runs almost every year. I don't know yeah. if he, he didn't get a last year, obviously, but um, you can, you can kind of know what you're getting there. And same with Simmons, you get arguably one of, if not the game's best defensive shortstop. I mean, he's up there on that list for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it'll come down to, can he provide anything with his bat? I mean, the defense is certainly something you need up the middle. It's a, one of the game's most important positions, I think we mm-hmm. can agree. And well, I mean, uh, we'll, catcher, uh, shortstop, we'll center field. You know, yep, those exactly. to me are the three most. Uh, well, and, and I catching. would even say for <laughs> well, catcher, shortstop, center field. I and think for yeah, yeah, hot corner. And I, I don't undervalue a first baseman. No, I don't. No. I know, hundred percent. And uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, the hot corner coming up soon don't you worry i mean back uh, kind of back to that carlos santana with the royals he's a <laughs> you know he's an adequate first baseman yeah exactly yeah you could have him he can switch between dh and first base depending on the matchups he could really and can yeah and he's, need be. and he's not he, like you said he's not a he's not necessarily a defensive liability so he's not jason uh, giambi over there 100 percent. i mean he's not a move on or a big poppy <laughs> but, uh, uh, again but, guys who couldn't catch a cold Ah. <laughs> although, although Ortiz did make that really impressive play in the 04 ALCS, uh, or, or no, or no, I'm sorry. It was during the world series. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. When he, when he was, uh, uh, huh. was, was it Oh four when, he, when he was over I, at I first blocked base, that out of my head. I, I understand why you would. And, and I, <laughs> I'm not saying this to, to rub it in, but okay. when he made that throw across to third from yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. I Probably, mean, I think he got. I think he got rolling. I think I remember exactly. Yeah, the I think oh, you're yeah. right. Yep. So, yeah, but I mean, if that's if that's his uh, if that's his calling card, at least Jeter has like f- five of those plays. <laughs> <laughs> the flip play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I don't think Jeter's a very good shortstop, but at least he has those plays more than freaking Big Poppy. Oh, I hate that guy. I hate the Red Sox. I was telling. I was telling Brett. Really quick side note. Uh, I was telling my good buddy Brett the other day. There's two teams, yeah, you're honestly, in all of sports that I hate. It's the Red Sox and the Cubs. 
only two teams in all of sports. So, yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, <laughs> I I have more than that. I mean, I uh, the the Red Sox, the Cowboys, the the Eagles, the Patriots. Yes, as a uh, as a diehard the, Giant fan, I can see that too. Yep the 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 Penguins, the Flyers, all in the Washington Capitals. I can't stand the Washington Capitals. Island, I can't stand the Islanders. So, but I don't necessarily hate that. They're getting there. They're getting to my especially because they're they, they're pretty pretty dang good. Yeah. But, well, I mean, Barry Trotz. I mean, what what a what a hire that was. Speaking uh, of hires, you could say that that uh, one of the more, at least in my eyes, surprising hires, and this is not not even a player comes from the team we will discuss next, the White Sox. First of all, landing Lance Lynn, um, former, as we're both familiar with, Mr. Lynn. Yeah, um, we are. And, and so great uh, acquired via trade from the Indians. So, again, as you, as you said, acquisition. But they also acquired a new manager, which I think is going to kind of not necessarily steal the headlines, but it's going to make a lot of headlines in Well, it already former- has. It already had, oh, big time. And uh, in, 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 I know a lot about all that. <laughs> Mr. Tony LaRusso, Hall of Famer, coming well, out of retirement to coach at his first, uh, his first, where he was at first, but he didn't get to win a ring, uh, Chicago White Sox. I, what are that, your thoughts on that? Well, okay, I don't know if I'm surprised more by the fact that Rick Renteria was fired or, Ooh, the, fact that, or, or the fact that Tony LaRusso was hired. I I'm I'm equally surprised at both because clearly they were with Renteria on the path to success. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, Tim Anderson loved him. Something clearly happened there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Between I, ownership. Yeah, yeah and and yeah. I I mean Kenny Kenny Williams, their their GM. Uh, at least I believe he's their GM still. Uh, you know he he's a he's a tough guy. He was the he was that jerk face who. Uh, was it Adam who had the issue with Adam Dunn bringing his kid to the clubhouse? Mm. Remember that story from a few years ago? Yes. And then he, he got like, they, it was a whole big stink about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big effing deal. What a jerk. Yeah. What a jerk. BFD. Like that is, I'm sorry. That is jerk face status. A thousand percent. (laughs) Clown Uh, status. Clown. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not even going to waste a sound effect on that clown. And and let's just be, I mean, we'll, we could touch on it really quickly, man. I mean, it comes out before he even gets hired. That this is a, a, this is a 70 year plus year old man who, who's driving around drunk. Yeah. You know? and, and I say this as a Cardinal fan who, who won two rings for, for my favorite team. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not the first time and it doesn't seem like it will be the last. Uh, definitely a, an eye raiser on, on all fronts there. But yeah. the, I mean, this is a talented to play White the Hall Sox of Fame team. card with the cop. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a move, man. What a move. You you would think that he also had like his World Series rings. Like, yeah, you see this. <laughs> like, see this. This is my. This is uh. This is Oakland. This is my two St. Louis. This is. Oh oh. Did you see the Hall of Fame ring too? <laughs> Whiskey and rings, just, man. <laughs> what a what a, a look! I I ah man, it's 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 hard when you don't know somebody personally. But I mean, kind of I mean, gives off some real jerk face vibes. Uh, Tony Russo does, uh, and the man's seventy three years old or whatever he is. So I don't know. I mean, this is a young, talented team now having to gel with their older. I, I was reading recently that Tim Anderson had a nice meeting with Tony uh, recently and is on board. So I mean. 
your vocal leader of the team and Tim Anderson, some would probably say, and I guess it's good that he's gelling with his new manager, but I think that's a situation that's going to be monitored closely by the entire baseball world. It absolutely is. Yeah. And us. So, yeah. Uh, Moving on to the AO West, my friend, we have the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I don't know if they're still called that, but uh, a team who does seem like we've talked about it at, I mean, some might say at nauseum, but I will never get sick of talking about the game's best, Mike Trout, uh, who has never really had any, I don't believe he's ever won a postseason series. Um, And that is criminal. I mean, I I could uh, I could pull some of the Angels rants I've had and play them. Um, you can't. You should. <laughs> I I'd have it's a to. Shame. I'd have to find it because uh, it's a shame. It, it is. It absolutely is. I mean, what a, what a freaking disgrace! And they again did nothing. Yep. Quintana, my, my the only acquisition I would say would be Jose Quintana adding the left handers. A nice little addition. One year, eight million. But I mean, you can't deal. blame Angels fans for being a little uh, a little peeved at at not doing much more. Do you think Albert Pujols is retiring at the end of this year? Yeah, I do. Um, I I've said this. I my dream was and still kind of is that maybe he gets traded over. That I don't know what he would do in the NL. Yeah. But well, I, or you know, or I mean that that's a huge contract to to. Eat. I, I mean, what, what he should do, what I think would be a really cool thing if he did it, is sign a one-day contract with the yeah. Cardinals. Oh, I think that'll, I think that will one hundred percent happen. That I should mean, happen. He's gonna play out this. He's gonna play out this year as much as he can. Yeah. Um. And I mean, his wife had an Instagram post that That's it. she basically yeah. said that said she she since has edited it to it's his last. She said his last year, and then in parentheses of his current contract, but before it had said it's his last year. So. I mean, the man has done it all in this league. There's actually something that came out, and I personally don't care if it's true or not, uh, that because the Dominican Republic has had a lot of these uh, instances of there's the likely, I guess not necessarily likelihood, but the, the thought is, is that Pools is a little older than he actually, it actually says he is. He might be like 43, 44, which would actually make his career even more incredible, I think, in some ways. But, well, we never got uh, Julio Franco's true age. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's I a mean, couple that have come out recently. Yeah, and Bartolo it's not Colon just, came out recently. Yeah. He was two years older than he was uh, letting on. Yep. So, uh, you know, whatever at that point. But, I mean, legend. Big legend Bart. Man. Big Bart Cologne. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, it, it is a shame for Mike Trout because that's, I mean, Pools yep. has already got his two. So, He'll ride off into the sunset. Yeah, I believe as 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 you said, as a cardinal, as it should be. But moving on through the AL West, uh, we'll definitely have some pools talking throughout the the year. If, yeah, if it is Angels Jesus are the last. third best team in that division. I mean, yeah, and it's a it's it's a sneaky good division. I think, and maybe not even sneaky anymore. Nah, it's um, just damn good. Yes, I mean, you got the Athletics, who I guess you know they made a couple of smaller moves here and there, and one of their bigger ones was actually a trade. Uh, Longtime Ranger Elvis Andrews yeah. coming on over to play some shortstop for yeah, the and Oakland they got rid A's. of Chris Davis, wow. which you know the I swinging mean, blindly the, the swinging blindly award went to Chris Davis. It's, that's precisely it, and I think they add you know they're adding a guy who can actually get on base, hit for pretty good average, can just, play defense. That left side of that infield with Matt Chapman. Oh man, one of the best. Matt Chapman and, 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 and Elvis Andrus. Holy yeah. crap, man. 
Yep. And uh, just a fun fact for Andrews going over there, his numbers are noticeably worse career against the Oakland A's, uh, hitting 246, 295, slashing 246, 295, 347 against Oakland compared to his career of 274, 330, and 372. So, I mean, that ballpark will take 10 points off your batting average if that's your home park. And, and I imagine at this point he'd rather hit the Rangers pitching than the A's. So, Ooh, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> moving forward, we I could hit the, the Rangers Houston, pitching. The Houston Astros. <laughs> there you go. You said it, not me. Uh, the Houston Astros. Oh, I mean Astros. Sorry, I didn't mean to a, a tick. Um, <laughs> we have. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I, I'm really sorry. Didn't mean, did not mean anything by that. Remote broadcast. That's our audience. There you go. <laughs> They're all vaccinated. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, Jason, <laughs> they added uh, Jason Castro. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, Woo. Re- great. Woo. Two years, seven million. I mean, they lost a lot. This is a team that lost a lot more than they gained. Clearly, so. Well, I, I mean, Oakland. Oakland is the crown jewel of that division. Houston. Is uh, I mean, second best. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's how I see it. You know, I mean, it's something that they they were able to turn it on last year to the chagrin of uh, of many. But I guess you could say uh, we'll have to just wait and see I mean, and see how they're see I put, what they're. Bro, I again. put no stock in last year. None. Oh, that's fair. No, that's totally fair. It's actually it's funny you say that because um. For a fan, one of the fantasy baseball leagues I'm in, uh, I'm put. I was putting together some stat sheets for people to look at, and nobody really, nobody really wanted 2020. I did it anyway, but everybody's like, we really care about the 2019 stats. So uh, it's it's true. It really is. I think that's what a lot of people are going to be focusing yeah. on. Well, um, we then have the Seattle Mariners, uh, who who did a couple of things, but one of the, uh, you know, they added in a trade with the Rangers, Rafael Montero. They still, you know, they still feel far enough away that adding a closer quote unquote doesn't seem quite seem like enough, but you know, out of all the, out of all the moves that they could, could have made and, and eventually did. I think this is going to be one of the more significant ones. Their distance, Once, their distance between them and contention is to Japan. They, I mean, it's a team too. Uh, they had a deal with what's the guy, uh, Kalenic. The Jared Kalenic, the yeah, the, yeah, they, who they got from the Mets, yeah, in the uh, Edwin uh, Diaz and Robbie Cano trade, yeah. And there was this whole I was reading about it the other day, like he because he's not very happy with the front office because they are they were manipulating his his time his salary service, time, you know, time. La, or service la, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. La, like a Chris Bright, we've seen it with a lot of guys, um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. most recently, yep. Um, so I mean, it's a team, a team that looked like it was on the up and up that might be kind of dipping a little bit. I would I don't know if you would agree with me on there, but we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, they, you, you if can't, anything, they remain stagnant in a way. Yeah, I mean, you because you yeah. can't really dip lower than they have. They also got James Paxton. Uh, oh, they, true, they, they did. They, they did reunite him. with with Lefty J. Yeah, yeah. Right. They so. uh, Taiwan Walker went to the Mets. To the Mets. Yep. Uh, and then of course you have that. Uh, did you see that story with their with their with their CEO, who spoke to that Rotary Club and basically, I mean, did the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle you're talking about uh, yeah in Seattle yeah. and gave an absolutely anti-Rotarian speech. Um, 
because Rotary is all about service, you know, over self and 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 doing all these great projects and all Rotary these great clubs, things yeah. for the world. Yeah, my my boss is a tried and true Rotarian, and uh, he gave this speech. Their CEO Kevin, I'm blanking on his last name. Who cares? He's a friggin' Ooh. clown. Uh, <laughs> about how uh, you know teams shouldn't be paying translators and players have to learn better English and. You know, all these guys that got to stop complaining and la da da da. Yeah, a lot of, it really upset a lot of guys. Well, it, it, rightly so. Yeah. And he was forced to resign the next day. Yep, it's not, it's not, it's not winning culture, please. No, <laughs> um, no, that that's not. And, and sleepless in Seattle was certainly a well phrased way to put it. That's for sure. There you go. That's Meg Ryan, right? I she, believe so. She's uh, from Bethel. She's from my hometown. Yes. Oh, really? Um, really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Wow. There you go. So fun facts on Swinging Blindly with PJ and Blaze. Uh, as we as we finish with the Texas Rangers, uh, who added David Dahl. Ah, how about that? What a doll! <laughs> Woo! Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I think so. We'll get we'll get we'll get to another Rocky leaving. Uh, cores, but I think this is a this is another one to watch uh, his numbers. And again, you know, I'm, I love Arenado, so I'm obviously on that side. But I think he's a his talent is one that can transcend cores. I think Dahl will have to see how it goes. A new new ballpark in uh, Texas, see how it plays to to everybody. And uh, yeah, I mean, I yep. guess not much else we can really say there. So I mean, just whatever you do, go, whatever you do, if you're playing the Rangers, don't swing three and zero oh and hit a grand slam. Chris Wood, Chris Woodward will be all ticked off at you. <laughs> oh, was, was that this past year? Or was yes. that 2019? No, yeah, it was 20. Yeah. I, I With Tatis. And he got mad. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, gee, what a, what a clown. Speaking yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But it's, he, it's baseball. Let's have fun. He, he's, he, he is a co-recipient of this. Don't, throw it, clown don't throw it right down the middle to the one of the best. Exactly. The game. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, you not, don't, you don't get paid to stand up there with a bat on your shoulder for Christmas I mean, sakes. I mean, four runs are four runs, man. Yeah, um, yeah. Chris, so, would you agree that Chris Woodward is right up there with you know as a co-recipient of the Springing Blindly Clown Award? I think we're going to have to send these actual awards to these guys. But yes, we totally uh, should. Thousand percent should put this together. Just like and just make it like a just like a piece of wood. With like, <laughs> <laughs> like, congrats! <laughs> like spelled wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, with the with the with the bo- you know, with the with, like with a portrait of Bozo. Yeah, <laughs> Congratulations, you have received the Swinging Blindly Podcast Clown Award. It's just like... no. we'll just send them a brick. It'll just be a brick with a clown on it. <laughs> yeah, with like Bozo etched in the brick. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll have a couple. We'll have a couple of those to give out as we move through to to the NL, my friends, yeah. where my team sits. Uh, but we'll start in the NL. East speaking, I did actually want to say since you brought up Tatis uh, in one of my fantasy leagues this year, yeah, my two two of my keepers, Tatis and Ronald Acuna. Uh, oh, uh, two. I think they're two of the th- five best players in the league right now. Thank you, thank you, my friend, because not all of my not all of my buddies agree, but I said they could shove it. So we'll have. Uh, I would we'll put start. Juan. So I mean, obviously Trout is one. Yeah, which uh, is fine. You you have to put Juan. Juan Soto has to be in that conversation. I think. And then would you put a 
would you put like a Degrom number five, or would you still? Because I think no, you can. I need. I need every Acuna up there. No, I. I need. I. I rank pitchers separately because. Yeah, that's fair. They, you know, they 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 play in a fifth of the games. They affect the game in a different way. Right. Right. And I think you can. You can argue no one. I mean, he had an off year in 2020, but no one Arenado might be sniffing that top five, uh, top ten area. I. I right now I would put. you know, obviously, obviously, Trout is one. Uh, I mean, in no particular order here: Acuna, Soto, Tatis, and uh, yeah, uh, it's tough. It, that, it is. It is. Uh, I wish I uh, uh, Yelich, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah. If you're, especially if you're just counting 2020, I think going into no, I'm not counting was, 20. I'm not counting. Yeah, exactly. 20. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can say Yelich. Uh, I would. I would accept that. Yeah. That's a solid top five. Yeah, I but mean, I, but I think regardless. Six. Yeah, I think regardless, though, you're right. Tatis and Acuna are up there, uh, uh, and you know what? Acuna in his in his own right, as well as the Padres, which we'll get to, yeah. is a part of a team that you know they did what they did last year. They were they were sniffing, they were sniffing for sure, uh, and they brought they bring back uh, Marcel Lioso, uh, yeah, which I mean, the dude was 13 plays. The dude was 13 average points from the Triple Crown last year. I know we're not counting 2020, but the man went off and showed yeah. that he is uh, a talented as, you know, and he, I loved him in St. Louis and I miss him. So yeah. shout out to uh, Ozuna. Yeah, but absolutely. Their big acquisition was on the pitching side. Uh, Charlie Morton. How about that? Charlie, Charlie Morton. How about that? There you go. Thank you. Uh, drafted by the Braves in 02, which is insane to think that he's been in the league that long. That's a long time. Um, yeah, and for a lot of that time, <laughs> I mean, he he is yeah. he's the definition of a late bloomer. He, he did, took yeah. a long time to develop, a long especially time. Now. Yeah, especially now, uh, and he might be at his best now. He, I mean, he is. He's arguably at the best he's ever been, and here he is, finds himself back with the team that's where it started. And I think it's a great fit, and I think that team is going to be tough to be uh, just like the on the AL side. I think the AL East, you can make the argument, and the NL East could be two of the top divisions in baseball. So, yeah, I mean, the um, the one concern you do have to have with Charlie Morton is the shoulder. Yep, is, is that going to hold up? Because it was an issue last year. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's uh, Look, a lot of these deals, a lot of them are cut and dry, win, complete wins, and some of them come with the question marks, as, we, yep. as we've uh, spelled out for you. So mm-hmm. we'll get to the Miami Marlins. I uh, I don't mean to be mean. They're kind of the Orioles. No offense of the NL for me. I don't compare that at all. No, that's okay. That's fair. But I'll, let me let me explain to you why I say that. I was watching the and I know it's spring training, but uh, I was watching and Starling Marte wasn't playing uh, against the Cardinals in this game. But I looked at their team and first of all, a I have no idea who any of these guys are. And B upon further research, they only have one, maybe two fantasy relevant people. And I know I'm I'm using a lot of comparing lots of fantasy, but uh, I have no idea who a lot of their guys are. And I I, I get that they're younger. I mean, Ross Detwiller's there. Uh, I mean, their pitching seems to be younger and on and on the up, uh, including their addition of Anthony Bass, two years, five yeah. million. Uh, yeah, so Caleb that Smith, the former Yankee, Adam uh, Clymer, Paul Campbell. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, and don't Sandy, get me wrong. It's just Sandy I looked Alcantara, at their team. Alcantara, Alcantara, however the heck you say his yeah, name. Yeah, former former Cardinal. Yeah. Um, I look. I'm okay. I I guess they're not a zero percent chance to make the playoffs. No, no. I mean, I will. Uh, I we will get to 
the team that is, in my opinion, the Orioles of the National League. They oh, are, I know. They are, I know exactly who you're going to say. Right. But uh, we'll we'll get there, as you said. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, I I really only said that because I looked at their team. I'm like, I have no idea. I have not a single right. iota of a clue who any of these guys are. So maybe that's just because we're old. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll go. I mean, we won't we won't sugarcoat it. We'll get to argue one of the biggest uh, acquisitions of the entire off season. We we touched on it briefly. It is Frankie Lindor too. Your crosstown rival, New York Mets. Uh, you might have missed this, <laughs> but guys, Francisco Lindor is a Met. It happened. So, Met fans, it's true. He's. I've seen him hit in spring training. He actually is a New York Met. They actually have Steve Cohen uh, as their owner. Who that was the of, biggest acquisition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, the man has a lot of that. The green paper, as as some say. Uh, please. Mm-hmm. And I think it's uh, it's one of those things and plenty of plastic. Where, well, OK, before I, I, I know we're we're getting there on, up on time and we have we still got time to get to what we need to get to. But you're you're a Yankee fan. I have a bunch of Yankee fan friends, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what is your level of not necessarily concern? Because it's different. It's a different league. It's a different. You know, mm-hmm. AO, I know. Mm-hmm. what is but as like a New York guy, New York Yankee guy. Yeah. I mean, what is your take on where do the Mets stand now as, you know, the quote unquote, are they challenging possibly the the heralded New York team? Like, what is your level of concern? Uh, I, guess, I, is my I, I don't question. think so. I, I don't think so, because it it's something that has not it hasn't been sustained. I mean, now, it, it, but now have they to, have the George Steinbrenner. Of 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 the Mets. I mean, he. I mean, he's the the He's clearly wants to win. Yeah, and but, like you said, but, nothing's happened yet. You're right. But not okay. quite in the sense that they. I mean, you have Sandy Alderson, who. I mean, that, that was an absolutely brilliant bring back or, or rehire uh, mm-hmm. by by the Mets uh, and Steve Cohen. Uh, Sandy Alderson is probably one of the smartest baseball guys out there, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not. Here's still the thing. had a lot of Mets stuff happen too with uh, right. with Porter Porter and Mickey uh, Callaway now yeah. stuff now coming out. Yeah. yeah. Porter's Peter. Couldn't <laughs> his pe- <laughs> Oh no. I don't know oh, why no. I did that. <laughs> I know that was incredible though. <laughs> that's a that's a clip for sure. We'll send it to him too. Uh the um another I just don't, I just don't award. want nudes in return. That's that's yeah. the only thing. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh God bless us. Um, it comes and goes. Oh man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get rolling, man. Jeez. Uh I I don't know. Um hard to beat. <laughs> oh come on. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, welcome, hell. welcome to Swinging Blindly podcast. This might be our last show ever, but no, uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, see, we'll, we'll but, be we'll be know, on the radio look, in a few weeks, and and we have to get this stuff out of our systems yes, now. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. This is yes, we have to cleanse in a way. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when when myself and Blaze get together. Uh, yeah. But you know what? I have a lot of Met fan friends who are definitely going to be listening to this place. So say something nice about the Mets. Just one thing, one thing uh, at least. Look, I think they should make the playoffs. I think they have a 
a really well-balanced, put-together team. The bullpen is certainly going to be a question mark, as it is uh, really... I mean, bullpens are question marks for every team because relievers are so up and down. Uh, but I, I, if, if I were a Mets fan, and I have dated into a family of Mets fans... Congrats. You you have um well I mean I for for nearly four years, uh, there you go. They uh, no I know just you know right still, yes, yeah. and they look you have to you have to feel optimistic if you're a Mets fan and to your point about uh, about the the George Steinbrenner you know like owner mm-hmm. if that was what 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 debunks that point is. They didn't open up the wallet for Trevor Bauer. That's fair. Okay. I, I heard a really good story about from her, uh, his agent, Rachel Luba, how they're screwing. His, Can we? There's no way they're not screwing each other. I, that's neither here. We're, we're, that's for different. That's for another podcast, please. Uh, but talk the, about throwing strikes. <laughs> what was sounding the strikes up? What was. Oh my gosh. What was interesting? <laughs> what was interesting that she was saying was um, there was there was a moment in the in the the whole negotiations where I think I forget exactly how it happened, but there was like a slip in his social media team that like leaked that he was going there or signed somebody like there was like inside stuff going on. I don't really know the whole gist of it, but anyway, I guess he had texted her and said it's 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 over with the Dodgers. No way, it's the Mets. And I don't know exactly how she got him to calm down. I mean, okay, you can't – you got it out of the way, so no more. But um, uh, I don't know how she was able to swing it back, but apparently she did, and here he is with uh, his childhood team. And, I mean, the Dodgers are scary, very scary. But We'll get to uh, that. Yes, so, yeah, we'll get through these, and we'll get to some predictions to end the show. But let's get through all this because, you know what, we – this is a baseball podcast. We talk about all things baseball, not just our own teams, because we want to bring you the very best baseball coverage as a whole, the beautiful sport that neither one of us is very good at or can play. So, so there you go. Well, you did play. You did play. Didn't you get a hit uh, recently? Or f- you did something. Remember you were telling about that? You had somebody throw to you. Well, I mean, that was uh... – I really wouldn't. I mean, it was just kind of informal, just sort of playing around. No, oh, yeah, but still, still though. Uh, yeah, like it was. Football. So it was a. Uh, yeah. So what it was? It was a. Uh, I was in a uh, beep baseball World Series. Uh, oh, that's oh. In in uh, Rochester, New York, about uh, five six years ago. Let's go. And uh, yeah, I I you know went there with no intent on actually playing. I went there you know, to kind of be a spectator and whatnot. And, uh, it, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I got to play a little bit and I did make contact. I hit the ball well, but it was an atom ball right at, right at someone. Uh, Hey man, they, that's still, that's, you gotta take, you gotta take it. You gotta, it's like, oh, golf you're absolutely for me. right. Well, uh, it's, you hit one good golf shot and I'll, I'll play golf for the rest of my life. So, and you, you know, you're, you're a lifelong, we've, we talked about it off air, man. You, we're, we're bringing you. We're we're two guys who obsess about spring training, so yeah. that's what you get when you come to this podcast. And we will, you know, we're gonna cover everything, cover everybody, everything. So we'll get through the rest yeah. of the end now, real quick here. Get to you some predictions, and yeah. uh, we'll, I, we'll, we'll call it. But uh, but you you are we, a big golf guy, 
right? Yeah, huge you, golf you, guy. You yes. are a big golf guy. What do you think of uh, Bryson DeChambeau? I mean, he's polarizing. He's not my favorite. I think it's nuts what he does. I it really, is. it's it's insane. Some of like I actually saw something this morning about uh, one of the lines he took yesterday. He's hitting it where no guys would ever even think about even trying to hit it. And yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, I'm not trying to get like that because I'm sure that takes a lot of insanity to get to where he is in a way. But I, I definitely, it's one of those things where I'm trying to you know focus on getting getting my golf muscles stronger so uh sure yeah i mean i love it i mean i was out for a while with my knee but i'm i'm gonna hit the ground running and and i'll be playing a lot of golf this year my friend so yeah I'll, I mean, I'll keep i'll keep the people updated on that yeah i i heard something <laughs> i heard something this morning that he wants to on a on a uh what what's the course that they're playing at right right now uh mm-hmm. where they're where the the fairway oh, is over the, a body of water yeah, it's yeah. He hit it right over it. It was wild. Um, yeah, I know exactly what exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I played it on the video games f- all the time. Uh, par five. Par five. Lines, maybe. Yeah, maybe, so it's yeah. like a yeah a 540 yard hole par five, and he was trying to Bay Hill. Bay, Bay Hill. Hill. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where he was, you know, where he wants Beautiful. to be able to, uh, you know, drive the ball. Over yeah. the water, yeah. he, he's got he's got just the green. An easy, gets an eat, and then he has easy little chips that guys can't even dream of hitting. It's it's wild. It's wild. It's um. It's I feel like it's kind of how because we were both a little younger when Tiger was around, right? Um, to not really understand how dominant he was, but I kind of feel like I mean, and Bryson's not like the best. I mean, he's not. He hits it the longest, but it doesn't. He hasn't been necessarily winning every tournament he's in. He's so. really like as a golfer. I know we're kind of going off the the path here. I know, which okay. He's not. Isn't his uh, his accuracy is kind of poor, isn't it? Oh yeah, no. He's he he swings and hits it so hard that I think there's a lot of times he's not even sure where it's going to go. He's hoping it just lands in a vicinity. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of how it, it's kind of how it works at that point. Right. And one I mean, of the he, one of the risks is you have to hit the ball perfectly. Yeah. Well, yeah. not only that, but when you hit it that far and you hook it, oh, you, know, it's, you, it's you could be gone. further from the hole than yeah. If it hooks enough, you're further it's, from the hole. It's certainly interesting to say the least. Yeah, and he's a guy that I, I mean, cocky put, is. I mean, hell. just like some baseball guys, like a Frankie Lindor, are just must watch. <laughs> um, yeah. So back to the NL. The, yes, I mean, hey, that's. We're, 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 we're guys who know a lot about, we know a little about a lot of things. Exactly. Um, the Washington or Nationals A lot about added, a little things or a lot about very little things. Uh, <laughs> the Washington Nationals added <laughs> Josh Bell from the team. I'm pretty sure you're going to say he's also 0% chance to make playoffs. The Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, Lots of veterans coming to Washington, that, uh, and Josh. That was Bell's a good them, trade. Yeah, that no, was I, a I, good I trade by the Nats. Josh, he's been just—he's been a really solid player as somebody who's seen a lot of him. And yeah, it's but he, he gets he, no he, press because of where the flip he has played. Good job, great job. Thank you very um, much. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so I, I look forward to. I actually saw I was watching him play against the Cardinals the other day, and I'm like, oh, Josh Bell's the National. Good for him. 
<laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but we'll move on to finish off with the Phillies acquiring Archie Bradley. Um, I mean, obviously the biggest addition was Who's making that? sure that they did not lose JT Real Muto, but Archie Bradley, former um, uh, Diamondback. Pretty oh. solid, serviceable. Yeah, there you go. I but, thought I mean, we were going to say Manning say, for a second. As you could say, the re-signing of um, Real Muto is probably the biggest move that they made. Oh, no no question about it. I mean, yeah. and they, they made some bullpen additions as well, which they needed to do, I mean, because that thing was horrific. Who's their, off the top of your head, do you know who their manager? Like, pos- well, you can give me that too if you want. Joe but, Girardi. Uh, but, yeah, Girardi, former, yeah. Um, but their, um, uh, man, closer. Wasn't it like Nearus, like Hector Nearus recently? Or, um, yeah, well, he was near as bad as we've ever seen him. Yeah, so to your point, bada bing. Thank you. Well, thank you for your humor and your, <laughs> and your professionalism, as always, please. Oh, it's my um, pleasure. <laughs> moving on to the NL Central, my friends. Uh, we have... We'll, we'll, we'll breeze through it before we get to my little homer minute. Um, Brewers adding a longtime Cardinal, a great one of the better defense. One of I, he's the best defensive second baseman. I'll say it in baseball. It is Colton Wong, two years, $18 million deal. That's a great deal. Um, he's going to love getting back. I mean, he loves St. Louis, but he's going to love getting a crack at them 18 times a year. The Cardinals, I guess, just couldn't foot the bill after they, oh no, I guess we could talk a little We'll save the Cardinals for last, like I did for you. Yeah, yeah great yeah. deal for the great deal for the Brewers. They they we talked about it. They added Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, the other day as well. So shoring up that defense for sure. Yeah, I mean, look at yeah. I mean, they've got Yelich and Bradley. Yeah. That outfield is great, and that middle wow. infield. If you can add a guy like Colton Wong, will always be uh, no up. no question about it. Better than serviceable. So we'll move on to the Chicago Cubs, who. Lost a lot as well. I mean, didn't end up getting rid of, uh, didn't end up getting rid of KB, uh, Chris Bryant, which we'll have to monitor that situation. But we see, and you know, the lot, the, the the loss of you, Darvish, um, also a big th- something to look at, and John Lackey. So um, we lost to the no National John Lester, the or sorry, yeah, I, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's like wait. I know. I haven't yeah, yeah. seen John Lester. John, John Lackey's former been Cardinal. lacking yeah. in appearances for a while because he's been and retired. One is J O N, one's J O H N. So um, we have the Cubs adding, though, Jock Peterson. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens because they've got a lot of. That's an <laughs> you interesting got Hayward move. out there. You got, I mean, that's a crowded outfield, some could say. So he's going to have to prove himself and hit some. Some dingers in the right field there with the hope. Hopefully, we'll get some wind help there in Wrigley. But one year, seven million dollars. I mean, yeah, for the I, really I, the only move they made, which has got me as a Cardinal fan very, very excited because as they it take, should the whole entire NL Central basically took a step back, other than the St. Louis Cardinal and I guess the Brewers, whatever. Uh, the Reds um, didn't. The Reds, what did anything or no? The Reds back? didn't. I don't think the Reds took a step back, yeah, but they didn't necessarily take any steps forward. Right. Because as as you mentioned, I mean one of their main uh one of their main additions. Actually, is no, that's former, well, I mean, yeah, they did because they lost Bauer, but they were they never gonna Bauer. be able to pay him. They were never gonna get him anyway, yeah. So they added uh not a starter necessarily, but Sean Doolittle from And he's uh, done little had a rough year. Yeah, he's had a rough year. And it's I mean the fact that 
I, I there was a there was a, I, a thing I, I was reading. Oh, speak. There's two things I really want to. I know we're we're over time, please. Who but, cares? Uh, it's it's the first one. Let's just first one. Let's just do so. It. Yeah. I know. I I meant to say it before. So really fun fact quickly about Jacob Degrom. If he had in his last 61 starts, if he had four runs or more in all, each of those starts, like or no, sorry, just four runs, just four runs. Just four runs, okay. Just four runs in right. sixty-one. His last sixty-one starts, he would be fifty-eight and three. Damn, it's incredible. Uh, I just had to bring that up. And then the other thing was the NL Central, the the Rockies themselves, with the fifty million they're sending to my St. Louis Cardinals to pay their former star to play that, or not only to play this year, but to also help out with costs later. Yeah, yeah. Was the is. The most more money than any NL team other than the Cardinals, NL Central team, has spent this offseason. Wow. Combined. Wow. Nobody did anything because this year for Doodle, there's this contract for Doodle, one year, 1.5 million. Nobody spent any money. And before That's we a doolittle deal, my friend. Uh, oh, geez, you are. It is. That was a double entendre. Yeah. You, <laughs> we can do a, we can do a lot with Doolittle, too. But anyway. Doolittle. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Is damn okay on the radio? I I, I don't know. Okay, good. Uh, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, we'll move to the either way. Pirates. It does little. <laughs> We're both just stuck on it now. Oh man. Yeah, I was gonna say that that deserved both right there. It sure. absolutely did in that order. Yeah. yeah. Uh, touche. We have uh, Pittsburgh Pirates adding Will Crow. Oh, that Will oh, Crow. Well, will you crow about that, my friend? <laughs> we certainly will not crow anything about that. Good for the Pirates. Uh, it's going to be a long year in Pittsburgh, so buckle up <laughs> well, if you are a Pirate fan. Will will be eating a lot of crow. I was going to say, the only thing they will be eating is crow. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Uh, yep. We'll be here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I guess in two weeks, so we'll be back. But uh, Yeah, the, that <laughs> that is the Swinging Blindly Will Crow Award. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a plastic crow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him something to crow about. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad that we're in good spirits before we tackle the, 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 I'm, please, I don't think this is hyperbole. I think (laughs) this is the absolute truth. Nolan Arnato being traded to the St. Louis Cardinals was the quintessential move of this offseason. Oh, that's not hyperbole at all. I thousand percent agree with you. I'm glad that you say that, my friend. Talk about highway robbery. Not only did they not trade anything of I, I, I had I was so so convinced that Nolan Gorman, uh, Libert, Matt Libertor, uh, so, there were so many good Cardinal prospects that could have been included in this deal. There was Dexter uh, Dexter Fowler was still there at the time, former um, Yankee. Uh, there's there's so many things that could have been done and or be added to this deal, but instead. I don't even have, I don't even need in front of me because none of them are going to help out the Rockies this year. Um, other than Gomber, I guess Gomber will shout out awesome Gomber. Um, but they not only get all those, uh, get him for, for what seems to be some paper clips and a piece of gum, but they also speaking, shout out Aaron Boone. They also 
get $50 million on top of it. The Cardinals aren't even pl- paying him any money to play this year, Blaze. Yeah. Did you did you like my gum effect that I did there? Oh, was that I thought that was you like actually making was that you or was that the That was the me. Board? That was me. Oh. <laughs> That was really, it sounded like a sound effect. <laughs> Shout out uh, Aaron Boone. We hope you're doing well. Yeah, he, um, he seems to be doing really well. Uh, yeah, he, it's the last reports I heard. Yeah, I saw today too. Yeah. I I, so. I heard him uh, say, and, and I heard uh, the the great Sweeney Murdy, the Yankee reporter for WFA and in New York. Uh, they were uh, uh, he, he was saying that uh, Aaron Boone was saying that uh, you know was, this is yeah. the best he's felt in months. Good, good, because we're gonna need to see him out uh, in the dugout chewing on some bubble gum real soon. Uh, as long as he doesn't run out, but it doesn't seem like he will. So we'll, uh, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't really need to get too much into it. I've, I, I the one thing I will say, other than the one, other than the trade that actually started my Cardinal fandom. And yeah. look, I love Goldschmidt. I was really excited when that happened. Um, you know, Holiday was great, a great Cardinal. There's, it's rolling. I mean, there have been a couple of big trades the Cardinals have made that have really, you know, panned out, I guess you could say, in my fan time as a Cardinal fan. But the one trade that made me a Cardinal fan was when Jim Edmonds was brought over, I believe in 2000. Um, and I, at the time, was eight, you know, eight years old, going on nine, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. My brother, family, big Yankee fans, we were playing the video games and I wasn't able to be, he would never let me be the Yankees. Because that was his team, so he'd always make. I couldn't even be the Yankees. Also, he just, even if he, he wanted he never, to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he didn't. He just didn't want to do Yankees versus Yankees. So he would make me pick different teams. I would always lose. I was a lot younger than him. But the one team that I always was able to do something with, and the one player that I seemed to like gravitate towards was Jim Edmonds, and he was an angel at the time. When I find out he's traded to the Cardinals, I was already my favorite color was already red. Plays uh, the the jerseys, the white and the red. I mean, they yeah. caught my eye, and I said, you know what? If I'm never going to be able to be the Yankees in the video games, I'm going to start rooting for the Cardinals and Jim Evans. And I had never been as excited for a deal. There you go. Since this deal, I it floored me. I'm still floored. I can't believe he's a Cardinal. It is unbelievable that that corner tandem of Goldschmidt and Arnado is one of the best I think we'll see we've seen in a long time. I think no that doubt. defense, no doubt. I think that infield even without with Colton Wong would have by would have been considered one of the best ever. Um, but I mean, by the by the time Arenado's done, he could be considered one of the best defensive third basemen of all. I think he already might be considered yeah, one of the best I, defensive. Definitely. Third I mean that that kind of rivals the. Uh, well, I mean the base. Yeah. Well, well, no, I was even thinking well, even back that, yeah. to the uh, the Scott Rowland, uh, Ozzy the Wizard. Pool. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was the second baseman? Uh, is that I? I, I was that Tony Womack? He was there for a while, but then uh, the 06 World Series team uh, infield was um, Roland. Well, because Roland had been there for they, – they were, you know, 04, obviously, 05. Right. He was still right. there. Well, 06, though, yeah. was Roland uh, Renteria. Yeah, yep. Um, and – or no, sorry, it was Eckstein in 06. Remember David Eckstein? Oh, yeah. The little engine that did. Yeah. Then they had, like, Ronnie Belliard, and I and oh, Walmack yeah. was there, too. Because Walmack former Yankee as well. Uh Oh nine, he was on the oh nine Yankees. Right, right. Well, or, oh, it might have been oh eight. It was one of the two, but um, uh, he was uh, so he went from St. Louis to the Yankees. Yeah, yep. So there you go. Um, I mean, and then obviously Albert Pujols, but it it, it right, really. But I, no, I was back thinking to back time. to like the the late nineties, you know, with Ozzy. 
Ozzy Smith. Oh, oh. Hmm. oh well, Fernando Vina. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fernando Tatis was also there. Yeah. Uh, and then I can't uh, think of the first baseman other than McGuire. I mean, I know Tino Martinez was there, but that was early 2000s. I can't think of who was there before McGuire. Uh, first base. I mean, 80s was Keith, you know, Keith was there. Yeah, Keith was but, there. I mean, and a long you, history. We we yeah. root for we root for the teams with arguably the most history and all that. I mean, the two top World Series. Yeah. Did, did you ever watch? Did. Yeah. Did you ever watch the? Uh, you, you know some of those eighty-five Cardinals games. Well, like the uh, not the Gas House game, but they, they have a different name. But like the uh, yeah, I mean, with uh, Willie <sighs> McGee and 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 uh, and all those guys who just ran Coleman. at will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stealing Vince bases. Coleman. Yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt. Uh, he got rolled up on in the tarp uh, before it was them and the Royals World Series when the Royals took them down. I forget, that might have been eighty-five. That was 85. Cardinals, yeah, because Cardinals won it in 82. Right, they were down now. three games to one. Yep, yep. And yep, the, the Royals were, correct? It, yes, it was the Royals. Yeah. Yep. And then I Coleman got rolled series. up on, he got rolled up on in the tarp. And, uh, you know, he was, that was, that was his like career year. And yep. that was like, the, that's what changed the whole, yeah, oh yeah. I, I don't like, I haven't, you know, I'm not like, I'm not obsessively studying them, but I, for sure, I, 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 I'm, I like to know, I like to know what happened the, in years yeah, past, so especially uh, in the championship teams. Yeah, well, go on YouTube sometime. Those uh, they, 80s they teams, have... Blaze, were very similar to the mid 2000s Cardinals, the 04, 05, 06, with like the yeah the three MVP uh, caliber guys, and you know, just they played deep. They played Cardinal baseball, small ball defense, mm-hmm. pitching. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. I appreciate you uh, diving into the Homer minute with me on St. Louis Cardinals, well, bro. I mean, so. I, I there was uh I mean this was because I I watched a lot of old games when there were no games uh and uh oh yeah you were telling me over, yeah uh, over over COVID yeah 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 <laughs> I, I you're mean, just a freaking dude I'm just a baseball nut I can it's wild and I I tell I tell my buddies I'm like dude you gotta listen. That's why I'm hyped. That's why I had you say something nice about the Mets because a lot, most of the majority of my friends are Mets fans. Uh, we have a couple of Yankees sprinkled in there. I'm obviously yeah. the only Cardinal fan, and oh. uh, a couple of Red Sox sprinkled in. But yeah, sure, a lot of Mets fan friends. So I told them like, you got to listen. This is this guy knows his stuff, and not not to say that I don't, but I mean, I think we we play off each other very well, and and you know, as we've as we've gotten through, we're we're finally at the NL West, my friend. You know, we yeah, and we then got we have there. our over unders to get to as well. Yes, yeah. You know, I was thinking instead of um, we'll do the over unders instead of like actual predictions. We could do the predictions like right before the season starts. I figured. Yeah, like so we'll actual... do those in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. so yep. two weeks. Here's your here's your two week tease. There you go. They're full predictions, full divisions, playoffs, World Series, exactly everything. Yep. So we'll get to that in two weeks, but we're at the NL West. Uh, we'll start with the I mean, Diamondbacks. Well, let's be oh, honest. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's be honest. Do we need to talk about the other teams <laughs> except for the Padres oh, and Dodgers? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, let me just just to get because we said we talk about every team. I'll just say that. Okay. We'll, we'll gloss over them. Uh, the I'll D-backs do you one added, better. I'll do you one better. Okay. Say the team name. Diamondbacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me another one. Joaquin Soria, Giants, Tommy LaStella. Okay, give me the last one. Rockies, Austin Gomber. 
<laughs> Actually, that was really fun. Not gonna lie. There we um, go. Done. So that's how you. That's how you be economical with your time. Thank you. You're 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 not you're not wrong. We could have done that with the Orioles too, but we are an Orioles. We're semi Oriole podcast. So. Uh, um, low hanging fruit. Jeez, <laughs> and you're the king of low hanging fruit. Uh, the Padres. No, that was Jared Porter. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. Well, yeah, actually, you know did you what? see did you see uh so I uh I saw that Tim Tebow decided to call it a career. Finally retire. Yeah. A, a couple of weeks ago and what another uh, career. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I uh I called uh so I called my girlfriend Aaron and uh, she happened to be uh you know sitting with her family they were watching TV. Aaron cares as much about sports as I do the game of chess. So, uh, oh, which is like zero. so much? Uh, oh, okay. She, she could care less about sports. Oh, you were a chess wizard. Uh, oh, well, you know, in my dreams. Uh, Means gambit, yeah. My, 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 my next life. <laughs> so I, I go, uh, well, I go, Mets fans' prayers have been answered. Because Tim Tebow's decided to call it a career. I knew I was on speakerphone, so I kind of pitched it like a like a headline. And then and then uh, so her mom, her mom is you know who's the big Mets fan of the family. She was she, she a goes, Tebow person? Uh, not really. Uh, okay. And she goes, well, what's what's he gonna do now? And I go, pray. <laughs> Did you announce that? Well, that was you, you were on. That was on speakerphone. You said yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you <laughs> you preached it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> you held a sermon. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I'm sure he would appreciate it. <laughs> Preach, please. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Did you ever think uh, in your wildest dreams we'd have this much fun with Jared Porter and Tim Tebow? No, I mean, it just I mean, if you told me, I would laugh my ass off about Jimmy Yakabonis for uh, <laughs> <laughs> time on time again. You yacked then, uh, just like he did, so it's okay. Yeah, we, yeah. Shout out, shout bonus, out to yak. Yeah, bonus uh, to none. Oh man! All right. Well, let's, um, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure he's a good dude. He probably is. At least who, I, Tebow? I, I. Yeah. Well, well, no, I'm talking about Yakabonis. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's continue. Like let's let's assume good intent here. I'll find out where he where he's at. We'll have to send him something. We'll send him a t-shirt whenever we have t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, third guy. We could have him on the show. We'll have. I would talk to him. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. So so. Jimmy, if you keep pitching the way you do now, I'm I'm completely blind. My my eyes, much like my <laughs> sense of humor and maturity, never developed. Do you think if you keep pitching the way you are, that uh, I will be able to hit your pitching? Oh man, I don't know if he's gonna come on the show now. Damn. Well, there goes our chance. I, I just straight at up, ask him that question. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> not that, oh boy. No, I'm All not right, that please. much of a douche. 
I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I don't, I know you're a preacher. You're a man of God. Um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the I just did such a godly thing to you in the camera. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, we have, For the listening okay, audience, it, so you're not going to, you're not going to buzz me. You're not going to buzz me on this. No. Okay. Cause we're at the two teams that only matter in the NLS. We'll start with the Sa- slam Diego Padres with acquiring we kind of talked about it i mean i think you could put hugh darvish you could put you darvish there but i'm going to go with blake snell i mean as somebody who's who who had to deal with him in your division for as long as you did i think you could speak on this better than anybody good riddance man <laughs> there you go exactly although <laughs> although could, round of applause <laughs> That's how police feels. <laughs> Although he did not pitch well against the Yankees. Like just in general? Yeah, just in general. So I yeah, yeah, personally yeah. didn't really fear him all that much. So he dominated more of the rest of the Yeah, division. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that's... Uh, I mean, he's still it was a, a top great, line pitcher. It was so, a great yeah. move, yeah. Yeah. And, and then uh, Hugh Darvish as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, this is a team clearly trying to do what they can to catch up with the team we're going to talk next. And we also, in more than a couple of words, talked about this man. I mean, you have to say it's the, also one of the top splashes, I guess, for lack of a better term. Of Oh, geez, I shouldn't have said that. Of the offseason, Trevor Bauer going to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm surprised I didn't get any uh, <laughs> any blowback. Dang it, shouldn't have said that. Ha, <laughs> <The>, uh, <laughs> Dang it. Oh, man. I'm really digging myself one here. Uh, the, he goes it's okay. It can't Dodgers. be hard all the time. <laughs> three years. Three. A lot of money, Blaze. Uh, three years, $102 million. I think there's a lot of like intricate details to it, but that's kind of the Basically, main... he can opt out every year. Oh, it does have. Is it after the three years or even no, I think the he can opt years? out within like at any point. In oh. those uh, in those three years, I think there's something like that in his uh, talk. Talk about polarizing guys, man. Seriously, I can't. Uh, I can't stand him. That, I, that I absolutely can't stand though, him. That rotation, though, is it's good. Ridiculous. It's good. I mean, you've got Walker Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, and uh, unlike Ferris Bueller, Walker gets four days off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you. Yes, and we needed that. I mean, talk about low hanging fruit. I mean, come on. Uh, but but Bauer Bueller. That's what Bauer, Bauer said about his agent. Um, geez, come on. We come on. <laughs> don't no. Don't don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Bauer. That's it. I mean, come on. What else do I have to say about that, right? Oh, I actually just, have uh, more that I could say. Okay, okay. Well, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be professional about it, then I'll, I will be I'll professional it. about it. Okay, good. Go. <laughs> the biggest overpayment of the MLB offseason. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, I don't. Th- I, I don't I, think he's that good. Like, he's he's <sighs> not he's not this elite pitcher to me. Uh, because I, because. I think it's like you pitch, you pitch in, you pitched in the NL Central. 
And the AL Central before and that. The AL, but but what, how good were the overall quality of those teams? Uh, uh, I will allow that. But what I, what I would what I would rebuttal with is, regardless of who he's facing, I mean, he still faces all the other teams, first of all. Second, which I know that you know that. But second of all, his last two seasons, regardless of how you feel about 2020, 2019 and 2020, he's been pretty freaking good. Um so but if it's a what if it's a what no one. But if it's a what have you speaking. done for me lately? If it's a what for, have you done for me lately, Lee, which it, we know it is, that's where these numbers come from. Do I I 100% agree with you. When I just saw this after all these little deals we've been talking about for the most part. I mean, you know, the Springer's 6 year 150, Ar- Arnado's pretty much getting paid right around that with the Cardinals it's like 7 years 160 I believe. It yeah, but Arenado, that's an equitable deal. George oh, Springer was an overpayment. This, this is a this is a disgraceful overpayment. He should not be getting more average annual value. I can't believe value. it's not like ninety. I was gonna say maybe like a ninety million dollar deal. You know, uh, would uh, kind uh, of make a little bit more sense. But that had to just be a, because of how it had to be a going. nine figure deal for him. You know yeah. that. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's Why a, yeah, is he that's... getting paid more per year than Garrett Cole? See, this that is where I think, I think there's me. a little, yeah, I think you're a little jealous. I'm not, no, it's not, it's, this is jealous. not an Ill, this is not an issue of jealousy. Well, you just all. want your boy to get paid more because he's your boy. Garrett Cole has a better <laughs> body of work. If you have a I better know, I, body of work. I agree with you. I agree with you. I he's just, getting paid to... more per year than Jacob deGrom, who is the best, who is the best pitcher in the league. What? Another nice thing to say about Met, for Met fans. So there it's you go. True. You heard it here. You heard it's it out true. of his mouth. And because I have a Yankee, my, I, I will shout him out again. Brett, who would love to talk to us, by the way, because he's a big Yankee fan. He would love to talk to you. Um, he does not believe that. He does not believe that Jake, Jake, and he's, I mean, a big Yankee fan, but he he vehemently believes that it is Gary Cole is the best pitcher in New York. So there you go. You, you fall on the I other mean, side it's a one-two. Yeah, that's fine. I would even say you could even say one A, one B if you want. I wouldn't be offended. Uh, okay, by that. Yeah, probably yeah. that's a better assessment. Yeah, but you're not afraid to admit that, and I don't think. That being said, and we'll move on from from. But if you look at Mr. the numbers, Bauer. yeah. If you just look at yeah. the, if you just purely look at the numbers, mm-hmm. the Crom has the better numbers. Oh, so and I mean that that stat I just told you is like it's that's like a Greg Maddox stat who has so many of those wild things. The fact that. If they had just Garrett scored Cole. four runs in sixty-one of his last sixty-one starts, he would have fifty-eight and three. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, that's like best of all time status in a way. You know, like jeez. Yeah. Uh, but you know, that, that number did jump out at me though. You're you're correct. Three years, one hundred two is just, and with all the intricacies that are involved as well, it's like how. I mean, shout out to Rachel Luba, and you're not going to say anything else. So what a last name. Oh man, you just are relentless you're relentless that's why i love you (laughs) 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 all right please let's uh let's end the show a little uh a little differently so hey we told you we'd do it we covered every single team and what we believed uh was the biggest and we you know we got into it with a couple other teams too we talked about more of their deals so that's what we get we will cover the entire league not just our fandom and you got a nice little peek of the homer minute with our explanations of and excitement for our Yankee and Cardinals uh, teams going into 2021. Blaze, how do you want to do that? Should I start at the bottom and work my way to the top? I think maybe that'll be because we can go quicker that way, I would imagine. 
Yeah, so um, we're so we're gonna do the uh, oh yeah, you, you know, can the, yeah, explain the, it. The the over under segment is mm-hmm. sponsored by Jump Rope. <laughs> okay, that fell flat <laughs> on its face. That was an under. I was waiting. I was waiting for more. I was so intrigued. I was. I had it, and then it just left me. Tripped. Oh. I tripped. You're you're I, the win. I be the tripping. over under. The over under is either gonna go up or it's gonna go down. Just like a jump rope. <clears throat> right. Or uh, the, the, the seesaw manufacturer. Oh, there you go. It's uh, you, you have to take the over or the under. And we're not talking about underwear. We're talking about under there. Okay, now I'm almost, <laughs> let's just uh, let's <laughs> get into it. We'll, uh, we'll start at the bottom. And now we're here. I, I mean, geez, I'm, I'm, now, I'm lost in everything now. And songs are in my head. You, you're... You bring out a different side of me, my friend. I, <laughs> I enjoy it. We start so, in the basement. The yes, we'll start in the basement. This is uh, via FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, and this was actually released just six days ago. These are over okay. under, so as recent as I could find. We'll start at the bottom. The Pirates twenty twenty one win total at a lowly fifty eight and a half. Well, I guess we'll just say what we believe over under and kind of move on. Uh, I'll, uh, man, that's a lot of, it's, it's very few wins. What was but it? 58 and a half? 58 and a half. I'm going to go under. I'm actually going to write these down. Make sure I have them down for us. Okay. Pirates 58 and a half. I will also go under. Okay. Go under. Then we have, so the two teams, as you mentioned, who. I think they're going to be a 110 loss team. Yeah. And the other team that could be sniffing that as well would be the Yakabonis list Baltimore Orioles. 2021 when total 63 and a half 63 and a half wow yeah i figure we'll just alternate who says it first so you can go okay uh uh yeah under same i just think both those i think the cardinals uh have improved so much that i don't see them winning very many games against them and i think that aoe is going to beat up on the orioles so i'm going to go under as well um rockies wow uh 65 no halves here just straight 65 over under i'm gonna say man it's tough to especially because you can see that offense just randomly having a big game randomly you know being in colorado but yeah but look at the look at the pitch oh they're awful um yeah and then they have to deal with the dodgers and padres 36 times yeah i'm gonna go i'm going under man i'm really i think i think i think what we're gonna see this year is the top Shelf of teams are going to overperform, and I think the bottom are going to very much underperform. There's very little mediocrity right now. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's kind of one or the other. <laughs> yeah. So, the, uh, oh yeah, I I'm not gonna go under. I'm going way under. Ooh, this ain't gonna okay. be a Rocky Mountain high, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no Blue Mountains there. Well, uh, Texas Rangers. Uh, at a 67 and a half total. Uh, okay, that oh, number shocks me. I'm going over on this one. Uh, okay. Yeah, I because they were fairly competitive for a while in that uh, division last year. I mean, granted, it was 2020. You, you can't put a lot of stock in it, but I don't think they're going to be that bad. Um. I don't mean to keep echoing you, but I'm going to hear, and for that reason, but also, I mean, I don't know, a new stadium bump. You kind of have to, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like I think that I think that in a way, my, my dumb brain thinks that buys a couple more wins just uh, playing in a nice, you know, the excitement, the morale, I guess you could say. So yeah, I mean, and I'll, and, I'll and Chris, well. yeah, and having Chris Davis there is going to bring some good veteran leadership to a young yeah. team. Yeah, and you know, and who knows? Maybe he's worked on his game to a point where we will, you know, we won't be. We won't be sending him. He won't be getting the swinging blindly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The the Tigers, please, also sitting at 67 and a half. Um, Man, that division isn't isn't great, but that's a lot. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Um, Okay. Because you had said... You had said that they're. I'm going to go under just based off of our conversation about them earlier. Well, a thousand percent under. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm I think that's actually one of the better bets, to be honest. I, yeah. I, I'm surprised that they're not ranked lower with like the 65, 64 ish type range. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would definitely say it. That's, that's generous. So, so right now, the five worst teams are, at least according to the FanDuel projections, are Pittsburgh one. Baltimore two, the Rockies three, Texas and Detroit are tied for fourth. Yes, sir. And then we move to the a big, pretty decent jump here for the next team, the Miami Marlins. They have they have at seventy one and a half in that tough NL East. You seem to you seem to have some faith in them. So, what say you on the Marlins? Uh, I look at this division. I I think that number is right. So let's just hmm. say let's just say seventy two, because you can't have half a win. You round that half up. I mean, you, you never round it down. I mean, basic. You know the basic rules yeah, of basic uh, math. Yep. Rounding once once it's the five. Yeah. Shout out math. I, I Shout think, out math. Yeah, I I think that I think that number is fair. I think that's right on. Well, what I'm going to do there is I'm going to add uh, for the first one out of so far. I'm going to combat you on that and i'm gonna actually say they're gonna have 71 wins on the dot so there you go under for me i think that's a tough division that they're gonna get beat up on beat up on a lot um their pitching is really gonna have to i mean they can maybe squeeze some i don't know i don't see where their wins come in the division necessarily and that hey the nl in general has improved vastly um yeah they, i mean they, they've got some scrap to them though no yeah i'm hey your your guy Doc. I mean, he he gets a lot out of his players, man. So uh, wait, wait, he's still down there. I thought, I thought pretty sure I saw Don him Mattingly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Former Yankee. Yeah, yeah, he's your guy. I so. I like Don Mattingly absolutely. Yeah. I'm shame he never got a ring. But the uh, Seattle Mariners 2021 win total sits at 71 and a half. We talked about the or sorry 73, 73, 73 on the dot. A straight up we, 73. Up seventy three. We talked about their, we talked about the shenanigans going on in Seattle, and I think it creeps into their season. And I'm going to take the under on that seventy three. I am. I can, also, see, I can see it being close, but I am also going to take the under because uh, one of the storylines that we didn't talk about is how there was some discussion, uh, you know, about Kyle Seeger, their best player, and how. They were potentially needing to look to, you know, sell their house and and move elsewhere. Jeez. So yeah, I I would I would agree that it's gonna be a I'm gonna it's not Safeco Field anymore. I'm always gonna call it Safeco Field. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be ever able 
be able to call it anything else either. I'm I'm gonna so. say this is a Safeco bet that it's Ooh. under. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I uh, as I said, so um, just a tick above them is the Kansas City Royals at seventy three and a half. Um, yeah, <sighs> what say you, Blaze? Okay, what say me on this? Uh, 73 and a half. I look at the, I look at this division. Uh, all right. Slightly under. Okay. I am actually going to also combat you on this one. I'm going to go slightly over. I think that they made a couple of good moves and I can see, you know, I'm a Matheny, you know, his run with the Cardinals didn't end very, you know, well, but I still think he's a serviceable coach. He's got a couple of his guys back there now, and uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, I'm going to go a little slightly over. But they have no um, pitching. That's the problem. Yeah, well, that's you know that's the that's the part about having a catcher as a manager. Uh, sometimes they can they can get more out of their pitchers uh, with their knowledge of the of the game. I I but, don't even think it's so much that. I just don't think they have pitching. Period. Yeah, gonna have to. I mean, hey, they bolster their offense, so they might have to score a decent amount to get these wins. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna back them to be just over that, as you say, just under. Yeah, I, um, I had to think about that one. That was not an yeah, easy. one. that's a close one. That's not one I would put any kind of money on for sure. Oh, definitely um, not. Yeah. So again, when we're not, hey, we're not trying to influence you to spend money. I mean, obviously, bet responsibly, gamble responsibly. Uh, we're not gambling. Here to yep. Give and you if that. You, you're right, and if you do have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. There you go. So, yes, we are just we're just having fun here, to trying to guess some over unders for these wins because we're getting into baseball season, folks. So next on the list is the Arizona Diamondbacks, sitting at seventy four and a half. Okay, where are you um, going with this desert man. storm? Is Bumgarner still there? Do you know? I think he is. Yeah. Um. Jeez. That's such no, no. I. Nope. Just like we did with the the acquisitions. I'll just say it. Under. Move on. Under. Move on. I agree. <laughs> uh. Okay. So next we have an, another team in that division, and I think I'm going to echo my thing, but I'll let you go first. The Giants at literally 0.5 above that at 75. <sighs> Under. I'm sticking the same again. I just think that the Padres getting and the, and the Dodgers each getting as many games as they will against those teams. They're just going to be beat up on just similar to the NL central, which we move on to the Chicago Cubs with their win total at a dismal. And I'll take any shot out any Liberty against the Cubs that I can ever get. I will take a dismal 78 and a half. What are you thinking there? Blaze? 78 and a half for the Cubs. I'm gonna go slightly under. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not just because of my bias. I think that'll be probably be more like a 74 to 76 ish. I can see. Uh, I don't see that NL Central being very good at all, which is good for my Cardinals. But, I would tend to uh, agree. So we'll move on to. Well, I mean, uh, at least I, that part of the division. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, it's very clearly who the top two is in the NL Central, just yes. like in the West. The uh, we'll move on to your rival, not so much in the last couple of years, but still in general, the Red Sox just a tick above the Cubs there at 79 and a half. Uh, is it, yeah, it's my turn to go yeah. first. I will, uh, ooh, man, they, they lost so many key pieces, and I don't, I just don't see them being 
there's a three there's three good to great teams in that division. I'm going to go under. I think the Red Sox get beat up on pretty good uh, in the AL East this year. So I'm going to go on the, the under. Still a lot of uncertainty in a lot of areas. So I'll take maybe just slightly, maybe 75, 76-ish range as well. But I'll, I'll take the under 79 and a half there. I would be surprised if the Red Sox won more than 70 games. There you go. I, I think they're that I they are that bad. They that now that's a team no pitching. Yep. I mean look, I mean they they were awful last year. <laughs> uh, they I mean in 2019. Look, like it, it I mean having Alex Cora back. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm saying they might be able to get a couple more like morale wins as you as it were, but that's not going to be enough for me to get over that. That's a high number. Seventy nine and a half. I mean, that, that, they're sniffing five hundred, and I don't think that's, I don't think that's uh, happening. I mean, with, with what he did, with what he did, <laughs> only the freaking classless Red Sox would 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 bring him back. I'm sorry. No, don't be, don't be sorry. I, I don't. I mean, I, I did have my little slip up again. I didn't mean to call them what I called them earlier. So maybe you could bl- you could bleep that out. But, but the, I don't uh, remember what you called them. Uh, the 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 oh, I'm not going to say it again because I didn't mean to the, the the you know it's the the bad word that people are calling the nobody should call them that the Houston asterisk oh man I didn't mean to I didn't mean to say it again nobody should call them that though please uh, I I thought it was great <laughs> I mean but no, seriously though if you're listening to this don't go and call them that word because it's mean and you know it it, it is a baseball swear word. Not an actual yeah. swear word, but it's a baseball no. swear word for sure. But like, it's a, it's a don't sports. don't go call them that all the time. Seriously, don't 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 you don't do it. You know right. what I mean? All right, man, you, you've you've hit the point. It's in the garbage can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're here. We're back. Baby. We're back. We are, me and you are so back. It's not even funny. Oh yeah, uh, we're back and better than ever. Not to the, not not to plagiarize uh, goalie and Greeny. Greeny, yeah. Shout out Greeny. Um, man, I, Philadelphia Phillies. We'll move on. We're getting to the middle. Yeah. Um, we had the Phillies. Uh, actually, three in a row at the same number. So kind of okay. Can't let's do these let's three. do the yeah. We'll do. Uh, it's the Phillies, the Indians. And the Cincinnati Reds, all sitting at eighty-one and a half, right on the cusp of five hundred. So, okay. I mean, why don't you? Why don't you just do your three, and then I'll follow with mine. Okay, Phillies is over. Indians are over. Reds are under. Okay, I I disagree with you on one of those. Uh, I have the Phillies over. I definitely see that as a above 500 team. I have the Indians under that total. I, I, I can see them. I can see them being close, but no cigar type of deal. And then the Reds, I will agree with you on under, like I said, similarly to the top heavy divisions, they were going to get beat on. That's a small ballpark that Arenado is going to love. So there you go. Um, the Milwaukee Brewers. Rounding out, it's the last, uh, second to last NL Central team to be named. Sit at 82 even. Blaze, what do you think? Or I'll go first. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over. I think that's actually kind of an easier one as well. I definitely see the Brewers being above 500. So I would actually possibly even sprinkle a little bit of money on that myself. I, this seems like a severe underestimation to me. Yeah, right. 
given given their talent, given what yeah. they have, I, I could I could see the Brewers even being a ninety win team. That's taking that's definitely for for better or worse, in this case, better for betters. See what I did there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> would be um, it's uh thank you. The they're taking into consideration the off year of Yelich in twenty twenty, that's for sure. Um but that's so I, I mean it, it's just, just ridiculous. No, I agree. And, but it, but if you if you're if you can get that number anywhere, if it's anywhere close to that, I I hammer that over. Oh, that's, a thousand I'm, percent coming, coming from a Cardinal fan, so it, you could take that to the bank basically. Um, next on the list is uh, sitting. So that was fifteen. So we're up to above the halfway point. We have the Angels at eighty three and a half. What, under what thinking on under yeah under. I think until they prove otherwise, I'm going to have to say the same thing. If they come out and they're awesome this year, I will take that on the chin and have to reassess next year. But I think until they until they prove anything, they have to go under there. Um, next, we have two. They're not just straight. under. They're under 500 to me. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. I'm going I'm to write that down. Under 500, please. Okay. We have next the Washington Nationals Baseball Club at 84. Flat eighty four in the tough NL East. Ah, uh, man, I'm gonna go. That's a tough number. I could see them actually finishing with eighty four wins. Um, I mean, you you can say it's a fair number, like I did with the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, and this one's actually flat. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say push. I'm gonna say straight up, they're gonna win eighty four. I will agree with you a thousand percent on this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just straight up even. I wouldn't put any money on it because I think they nailed that right on the end. It's going to be within a couple either way. So, for sure. Uh, Next, we head back to the ALEs. Actually, we have three straight again with the same total. It's a flat number. We have the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the St. Louis Cardinals coming in at 86 total wins okay I'll, I'll i'll run it through first since you yep. did last time i'll go toronto tampa and st louis man um toronto i'll say i'm gonna say over that 86 uh tampa i'm gonna say under and i mean come on st louis they're winning 90 games this year so over that i a thousand percent agree with you on all fronts yep okay you agree that the Cardinals are winning eighty or ninety? I mean, I think they should be able to. Oh, I love you. Okay, I mean, so with that we're division. in the top ten. We are in the top ten. Well, that was t- that was Cardinals were technically number ten. So now we're on nine through one. The Oakland Athletics at eighty six and a half. Please. Over, way over. Woo! They're winning the division. Oh, okay. All They're right, over. I like that. I like it a lot because they're the team that they have to beat that FanDuel believes will have one more win than them. Well, well do you agree on, on Oh yeah, no no yeah. Sorry, sorry, I didn't say it. yes. No, I agree with I I think they win the division and they're gonna be over. I think that's a I think people are sleeping on the athletics and I think they have been for a couple of years now. Um the team above them by one win. Is the Astros please eighty seven and a half? Which I am going to bang that under. No chance in my eyes does this happen. I I'm sorry. I, I bang under a thousand percent. <laughs> Mike Breen. <laughs> uh, I, 
Thank you. The I uh, I'm glad you didn't make a Jared Porter joke, but the <laughs> I just I don't know. Maybe that that could be re- recency bias. It could, whatever it is, put it in the garbage can. But I'm bang. Thank you. Uh, okay, next we get we get to the central two straight central teams after two straight west teams. We have the Minnesota Twins sitting at 89 and a half. Ooh. It's a big number. 89 and a half for the Twins. <sighs> That's tough. With that division over. Wow. Okay. By a lot or a little? A little bit. Okay. Well, I'm going to go do little on the other side and say under 89 and a half for them Twins because the next team, I believe, goes over the White Sox win total of 90 and a half. I am on this bandwagon. I, it's, there's some question marks. There's some, it's going to be one of the more polarizing. Te- I've used that word a lot, but I'm going to use it again. It's going to be one of the more headline inducing teams of the season. Uh, I'm going to go over 90 and a half wins for the Chicago White Sox, and they will win that division. I'm going to go under on this because I think LaRusa is a step back as manager. That's fair. And one of the bigger question marks, as you alluded to, of the offseason was that entire saga. So we'll see how that plays out. The, All right, the Blazer, game we've is, reached the, the game top has five. changed so much. Rick Ritz did such a good job, man. Yeah, and, and the game so has changed. Weird. Yeah, the game has changed so much since, since, was since he was last managing. Ball. Right. Yep, yep. I mean, maybe honestly, though, maybe the pitching rules could possibly, I don't know. I don't know. LaRusse is a mad genius, some may say so. Other maybe just say, would say he's mad, but the we are in the top five place as we round out this excellent first episode back with you. We know it went a little long, but that's just uh, you know we're 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 bringing it back. It's an extra special, extra special episode for the people. We go to the top five of these win totals, starting with two straight NL East foes at the top in the top five, starting with the Mets at a solid ninety. One blaze. Tell me what you think about the Mets in that number. In that number, ninety-one. A big number for that team. Big, big number. I okay. I I can't go over on this. I'm going slightly under. Okay. I will say something nice about the Mets and go over, baby. A Mets are winning that division and they're winning ninety-three games, blaze. I don't agree. That's hey, we have to we have to find we have to find when we don't agree and exploit it. That's Be, what right. That's what the people say. Because um, the team that I believe you are about to mention I am, is and get this by only point five more the Atlanta Braves ninety one and a half over. I, I'm also saying over. So riddle me this: what a top of the <laughs> division that. What a race that's going to be. And I very much look forward to seeing it because I do see both of those going over. Nice uh, reference to your fantasy football team name, by the way. Oh, what did I say? Oh. Riddle me this. Ah, yeah, because Ridley. Ridley me this. Oh, Ridley me this. Yes, because of Mr. Calvin Ridley, who was a very uh-huh. important piece of my team. Yes, he was. A t- I, I hope you appreciate the play on words. I, I do very much. <laughs> Thank you. And, so, and how I was hotly trying to uh, pursue him. Yes, I held on. Uh, you right. 
I, I was next year is going to be awesome. throwing the book at you for that. next year. I mean, I get a little quick tangent. Next year, we're probably going to do my first ever 14 team league, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see when time comes and we start talking about that. Oh, uh, I know it's going to be intense. 14. But I know first time I've ever done it. I'm very excited. Eight. If if it if, if it if it indeed happens. Oh man. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, friend. And hey, who knows? Maybe we make it a keeper. Maybe we don't. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Everything will be voted on democratively. Is that that's a word? <laughs> Democratically. Uh, democratively. It's like provocatively <laughs> and Democrat, which actually kind of goes together uh, <laughs> for all political parties. Democratively. <laughs> <laughs> at least I got Ben Attendee right. Uh, yeah. The all right, Blaze. We're at the top three. I'm sure by uh, the process of elimination, you are aware of the three teams we're about to discuss. But number three, a our NL West, San Diego Slam Diego Padres. Their total set by FanDuel at 94 and a half. <sighs> you go first. You go first. I want to go first on the next one. I forgot. This okay. This would be a a huge jump. I don't think they're. I they have improved a lot. I don't think they have improved to where they're going to win 95 games. So I'm going under. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have, I'm going under as well, but very slightly. I just, I, it, it's similar to my reasoning for all the other NOS teams, all the other NL central teams, et cetera, that they still do have to play the Dodgers a lot. So I'm going to say they lose the season series, which brings this, total under that 94 and a half. Um, but second on this list is your New York Yankees with a projected win total at sitting at 90 or not projected, but the odds, the odds makers at 95 and a half blaze. Ooh, I very much wish I had told you to go first on this, but uh, well, then I will go first. Okay. And yeah, then you, you go get, first, and then you I, take the Dodgers. Yes, my brain, my brain froze. I can't, I can't take the over on this. Ooh, thank you. Somebody said that because <laughs> Kluber's a question mark. Tyone is a question mark. Uh, Domingo Herman is a question mark. I think outside oh, of you see, uh, outside you see of what, Garrett um, Cole, outside of Garrett Cole, the starting rotation is filled with question marks. Did you see what Britain said about really quickly about? Herman loved it. Yeah, I agree with him, dude. Uh, that would be tough. I you know, I you, love you. You you can't if yeah. you disagree with Zach Britton. I you like, might we be can't an be friends. <laughs> we, we we can't be friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I yeah we can't I, be I, friends I and you don't deserve to have, yeah yeah you we can't be friends and you don't deserve to have nice things. You know, <laughs> you uh you know it's nuts though because when I was doing my research. Herman was top five in wins in 2019. The dude was nuts. Um, so yeah, I mean that's something that'll be looked at. Yeah, I'm glad you said the under because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want to say it first, but I'm going to agree with you. I mean these numbers are so high. I think we're going to agree on the next one too. But do I think the Yankees win the division? Yes, probably mm-hmm. pretty handedly. But I don't see them. I see that division being a little tighter, and I see the win totals in that division being less than 100 and not. And I. 93, 94 is kind of where I would probably sit. Um, but the best team, and this is actually a wide margin, uh, Blaze. The Dodgers' win total is set at 103 and a half. I, 
I don't know. I think this could be a trap. This could be a trap bet because I know where I want to go, but I don't. But I think that they, I'm, I think the safe bet is under. I really do. I think that's such a big number. I think the safest bet would say under, especially with the Padres being where they are. That being said, life's too short to bet the under, man. I'm going over on this one. It's, a, it's just a fun number to go over on. Probably not going to happen. I think the odds that it does happen are a little less, but that's a stacked team. No matter how you look at it, they bring back Turner. They sign Bauer, uh, who we both are a little you know skeptical on, uh, rightfully so. But that rotation is nuts. The offense didn't lose anything. They still have Mookie. They have David Price coming back. Uh, I, I don't – it's hard to – it's a big number, but I'll take the over. My guy, I think the odds are pretty good that they go over on this, actually. I just, that team is so freaking stacked. I know, it's very sad. I think we, I. It's so stacked. I I really want a Cardinal Dodgers, or sorry, Cardinal Met NLCS, and then I would hope I would root for the Yankees, because I don't know if you realize this, but the Cardinals were so close to playing the Yankees in the World Series two times in, in our lifetime. 90, yeah. I believe it was 95, yeah. where they had a 3-1 lead on the Braves. Uh, or no, Braves didn't play the Yankees. That was, that's, that's when the Braves won, correct? No, 90, right. Braves won in 95. They beat, Did they beat the, the Yankees? Uh, no. No, no, 95. Who was in the AL? Who, who uh, it was Cleveland, I want to say. I don't know. I want to say it was Cleveland. Cleveland was in it and lost in 97. To Edgar Enteria's hit, I know that. Yeah, the um, but the Cardinals had anyway. The Cardinals had a three-one lead over them and lost. And I, I believe the Yankees were in contention as well at ninety-five. No, and no, then, ninety-five was uh, no ninety-five was when uh, Seattle beat the Yankees in the Kingdom. And they must have lost, but then they lost in the ALCS to somebody because uh, the Mariners definitely it were was, not in the uh, series. No, no, Mariners lost to Cleveland. I want. Oh, I'm right. pretty sure. I'm pretty I can, sure. I can fact it was, check. I'll uh, fact check. Real quick. I'm pretty sure it was Cleveland. Uh, here, I'll I'll turn you down while you're while you're typing, as uh, we have. You're right. Wow, the Indians had two chances in three years. It's uh, it was over uh, Cleveland. So there you go. Um, but then okay, the the main one is 04. I mean, oh, that should have been Cardinals Yankees. <laughs> Well, yeah, it should have. <laughs> and the Cardinals would have beat the crap out of the Yankees that year. Do you see would have the beat look, the crap out of do them. Do you see the look on my face? Yes. I hope it gives you hell. I know. It, it might. <laughs> I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, that was an awful year for me, too. So we were, we're in solidarity there. Uh, but, yeah, man, that's it. I think, oh. you know, we... We had a good insight on, and, the and we season. both agree. We both agree that was an awful year. Yes, like the the, the my the red, father. Yeah, it was the scariest games. I'll never forget it. Game seven. Oh, when Johnny, when Johnny Damon, when Damon hits hits the grand, the grand slam in like the yep. first inning. Yep, my I had never heard noises that came out of my father's body. That, and I ran up to my room. I'll never forget. I ran up to my room. I had bunk beds at the time. I hopped up on the top bed and threw a pillow over my head because he was on a – he turned off the game. He's a Yankee. He turned off the game in the first inning. I, I don't blame him. It was 8 nothing. The it great Javier Vasquez. The great Javier Ooh, Vasquez. What a name. Oh. Yeah. 
God. Yeah. And Kevin Brown. Yikes. The best yep. thing he did was break his hand when he what punched a, what the a wall. That guy was. Kevin Brown was a wild man. Yeah. But that's, uh, hey, maybe this could be the year, my friend. This could be this as good a year as mm-hmm. any for us to have a Cardinal Yankee World Series. And then I don't know how we would get through that, but we would try. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you look so, you're, you're so distraught. Oh man, this has been great, dude. I know we went way longer than we wanted, but I That's I, all right. We got it out of our system. I'll never exactly. I'll never not be upset that we talked for this long because it's it, Me either. honestly, there's not enough time. So uh, I would agree, my guy. We'll uh, you know, we're we're getting ready to for big things for you guys and you know, we're going to talk like we like we established. And that's actually what I'm happy about. We established right off the bat no homerism. We have our own segment to do that. We will talk all baseball. You don't have to worry. You're not getting one of those just run-of-the-mill one-two-team podcasts. You're getting the entire the scope team of podcast. League baseball. Yes, you're getting the entire scope. You put it under. Uh, you put it under your scope, and you're seeing everything. You're gonna hear everything, mm-hmm. and and we're gonna we're gonna bring it to you because we're we've established That's right. as well. That's what we, we do. Passionate, passionate baseball people, and we swing blindly. No matter the circumstances, my friend. Right, and if you miss, who cares? The game still plays on. 